Hey folks, welcome to our 8th episode of Knights of Infinite Resignation, a podcast about the future, because it's going to happen, whether we like it or not. I'm your host, Jack Sinclair. I'm Claire Adams. I'm Thomas Monaghan. How is everyone? We all cool? So good. I'm moderate. Moderate? I'll take moderate. Well, I'm not, not, not cool, not too warm. Oh, I see, you were doing a temperature joke, very witty. <laughs> Lol. So has anyone been up to much uh, in the past couple of weeks? So the past couple of weeks, I left my old job, and this week I started my new job. How's that going? Yeah, I really enjoy it. Everyone's been so nice. Everyone's been so welcoming. I had a really good week. I've been praised. I'm feeling good. Awesome. Tom? uh, Yeah, well, I would say the same, but no, I've been in the same job. Um, (laughs) And uh, and, and I haven't been praised as such. Uh, Well, I haven't been told off either. Uh, uh, Which is kind of like a praise. Yeah. No well, news it's... is good news, Thomas. Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> like, say, for example, if you're, I don't know, a family member that's travelled a long distance and you know they were going to sort of contact you when they safely arrived at their destination and you didn't hear anything, you'd assume the worst. I Did... think in the context of what we were talking about. Come oh, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you you haven't heard anything from your boss, you're not doing shit. Uh, Insert fanfare noise here. Uh, Also, I do, uh, just in case I'm going to cover myself, uh, and for the listener to explain anything they might hear, um, I did just have my birthday, and on my birthday I did get myself a little companion, a little Syrian hamster um, called Soren, and he is currently in the same room as Claire. And he's lovely. He's lovely, but he loves his wheel, and that is noisy. So I apologise if uh, that gets picked up at all. Uh, I I might be able to edit it out if so, but we don't know. This is all brand new, so... He's currently uh, in his bedroom. Oh, good. So today's episode... Now, it's my birthday week. I think I should be allowed a little bit of leeway here, but I have not done any planning for this episode. Not that I, you know, do much planning for any episode, but with this one, I really haven't planned for it. So, with last episode, we were talking about, like, future housing, and we completely forgot, like, some of the best bits of the house, which is the garden. You know, everyone enjoys a lovely garden space. And so, along... I can't really give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I covered that by the state of your lavender tree. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday I had to pick it up because it you blew up. Oh, no, no, the day before when you had your ASOS parcel, I went right. to sort of. Well, I was there looking around for the parcel, thinking, "Well, best get it in in case it rains or something." Oh, and then, okay. yeah, your your tree was like just on its side. <laughs> I was like, right, I lifted, propped up your tree, and I'm looking around, thinking, "Well, there's no parcel," and I was pretty much stood right over it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mini parcel. Yeah. This is all good content. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just want to say that in the last in the last podcast, I actually did say that I don't need a house with a garden. Right. Well, you can then be our outside opinion. Someone who hasn't, isn't invested, no invested interest in this. I am totally fine with that. Cool. I mean, if we remember, <laughs> if anything, I don't know. We said that it'd be smaller houses, so we're expecting we're going to have you know bigger gardens. Or what? Are we all going to be living in a kind of open world? So, you know, the world is our garden. How very hippie of you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Go and join the rest of your drum circle. <laughs> no, no, I think if you if your house is getting small, chances are your garden's getting smaller, you're gonna have no garden. What about though like that's fine, but do you think you'll get to the point where maybe because obviously I in city um kind of living, people have their gardens essentially in window boxes. You know, that's the best they mm. get. Yeah. I mean, I think in the future, depending how things go, in the household of the future, we mentioned that toilets would be, like, wormhole-capable. I don't think it's too crazy an idea to imagine that you could maybe um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids-esque kind of style yourself down into your your window boxes. Oh, that would be so good! Yeah. Yeah, until you're at the edge of your window box as a smaller version of you looking down. It's well, called a fence. Well, Just put a fence up. Who puts a fence in a window box? Um, a person who's able to shrink down and walk around in said window box. I'd say a person who can shrink down humans <laughs> isn't living in a, in a tiny flat with a window box. That, well, that's the best person to live in a tiny flat with a window box. It's someone who can shrink down and make that flat a palace. How big's this machine that he's got? <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a simple app on your phone. I don't know... An app you should... on your phone, have you heard yourself? Everything will become an app on your phone. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of the Sandy from SpongeBob SquarePants. You know, like her dome under the sea. So, like, basically, on the surface level, there's, like, no space for anything. But, like, under the sea, on, like, the seabed, there's, like, massive domes where you can, it's just greenery. Underwater gardens. Ooh, I'm digging that. Yeah. I lo- Like, to be honest, that would be so amazing. Like, literally, you just get in your little submarine, go down to your, like... Biodome. But yeah, your biodome, and literally, like, how good would that be? It'd be like one of those underwater restaurants. Ooh, adding a restaurant feature, yeah. Make a bit of moolah with it. Obviously, you'll need artificial light. Depends how shallow it is. Well, there's no point having anything under under a dome if it's like a few feet below the surface. No, I'm so, no wait, no, you want to be like <laughs> in the trenches, like where like weird glowy fish are swimming past. Do you mean like near? No, I don't. I, this is the future. Come on, work with me here. Like, well, yeah, but you're still going to work within the parameters of the earth. <laughs> Whereabouts do you think this uh, restaurant is going to be? Well, I said seabed for these, like, biodomes, but maybe, like, not necessarily as low down, but something that's big enough, you know, to house, like, you know, big oak trees and, like, willow trees, and you've got, like, your little gardens where you plants, and, like, it'd just be so awesome, like, grass areas, like, a big stray, but, like, underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Under a dome on the seabed. But um, um, my point is, if you're on the seabed where there's very little light, or virtually no light, you're going to have to have artificial light if you're wanting these trees and grass and stuff to actually grow. You might as well just have artificial trees and artificial grass. Save you a lot of effort. No, because then you're not doing anything for nature, then are you? Like, no one wants art. No one likes artificial Well, I think sticking grass. a dome under, under the water is doing anything for nature. <laughs> yeah, but it's not harming any there's a habitat there yeah but you no, you'd make sure you put it in a place that's like desolate i'm not like saying put it all over the like the sea snails and where all the tortoises live like area of ground where there is no life (laughs) it's virtually impossible well to be fair there are definitely some places where it's just like sand and the coral reefs going we've got to replace that with something yeah more coral yeah but the, the water temperature won't allow it so Biodome. <laughs> so basically, it's just under the dome, underwater. It's going to be like eco-friendly. I think it'd be like 
a nice chill place like I mean I love the idea of like being able to just relax like in this like beautiful sort of just all nature kind of environment and then you just look up and you've got like the beautiful like sea all around you and then like you've got all the really pretty fish swimming around and I mean I know it sounds quite exotic but like maybe sharks um because like sharks are now in England and then like in my future anyway and then you've got right. like it's a nice sunny day and like the sun's shining through and like the rays they're catching like all the water oh god it was so pretty I can imagine it now in my head I'm like so <laughs> chilled right now that's super chill until you're sunbathing and you look up and you see a whale shit. <laughs> it might ruin your nice sunny day out on the lawn. <laughs> what, it just cacks all over the yeah, dome? That's it, yeah. Like above where you're sunbathing. And I'd never really said like sunbathing. I like the idea of just chilling, like not sunbathing. Either way. But then again, like you wouldn't want to look up and just see this massive whale cack covering like the dome. Well, my point is you're going to still need light for these plants to sort of survive so where are you putting this light if it's if it's high up in the dome you might not be able to actually see what's above it so that ruins your whole illusion we'll go with the artificial light but it'll be like that you know eco-friendly recyclable energy you know light or just like tons and tons of glow sticks yes i was just about to say something like that right just glow sticks okay so they're embedded in the ground so it's kind of like body height light no no? What were you thinking, glow sticks? I'm like, hang it from the motherfucking ceiling. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, that's... Like I a met... 90s disco biodome. Uh, this went from being really tranquil and lovely to a being rave. just... <laughs> yeah, being just tacky 90s. A rave with whale shit all over the roof. <laughs> hey, raves are messy. During the day, it's like this proper chilled area, but at night time, oh boy. How do you know when it's light time <laughs> and daytime? <laughs> If you're that far down and it's dark... Tide. God, you're so obsessed! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just trying to kill your dreams, that's all. Well, it's, no. <laughs> You'll never kill my dreams. And to be fair, tide wouldn't necessarily be too much of a problem because you're that, that, you're that low down, you're not really going to notice any difference. Can I make both of you happy but solve both of your problems all at once? Change the subject. I mean, that would be the ideal situation. <laughs> but what about biodomes on the moon? Again, life changer. What for a garden? What do you mean again? What? <laughs> yeah, the moon becomes Earth's garden because the Earth is overpopulated. That's why we're all living in tiny homes. We don't have space for gardens. We can't go underwater because Engineer Tom here tells us that it's just unfeasible. <laughs> so let's have rave gardens on the moon. Engineer Thomas. <laughs> right, right. Fucking up the dreams. <laughs> if you thought going <laughs> putting a dome, you know, on the seabed was a problem. Think about the logistics of getting a dome up to the moon. You're forgetting that we are using wormhole toilets. The logistics aren't that difficult. The fact that he... Do I find really funny? The fact he never even questioned wormhole toilets in the last episode. That was... <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you, you, know, when you these, see a... All these... When blood, you, no, no, no. When you, see a, uh, when you see a turd flush itself, <laughs> who knows where it's gone? That's all I say. <laughs> Quantum turds. I'm just saying, sometimes you feel it's a long one. You look down, there's nothing there. You're like, whoa, that's, that's you know, wormholes. Funny explanation. As soon as it's gone, like, past the U-bend. Wormhole. <laughs> Anyone's game. Wormhole. Yeah. Someone else's problem. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, we'll have rave dome, rave garden domes on the moon. I could just have a normal garden. 
Yeah, but where's the space? We've already established that we're very space conscious on the Earth now. It's still woodland. You still need you still need rainforest and woodland and stuff like this, or or human life won't sustain. Well, no, no, no. The woodland's all gone. Right. So no, all the humans are gone then. No, humans are still here. We're taking care of that. Well, how? We need oxygen. Yeah, we 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 produce it from what? It's not it's not Total Recall, Jack. <laughs> it is Total Recall. Not total Recall. In this future. <laughs> We produce the, we control the environment of the Earth 100%. Right. We own the Earth now. <laughs> Didn't we always? <laughs> and we've decided that we want a garden on the motherfucking moon. We're going to have it. And every Friday's rave night. And we're going to rave the shit out of it. We took it back for the people. For the 90s people who <laughs> fucking love raves and being on the moon while also simultaneously looking at some flowers in a garden. Oh, yeah. I now have uh, an audience. Soren has decided to come out of his bed and just sit on his platform staring at me. Yeah, because we're talking some real shit. Like he's... I know, he's like, holy shit, biodomes. I'm down for that. Let's put some yeah. wheels on the side and let's party. Yeah. He's loving the idea. Sadly, there won't be a future for that poor little hamster. Oh, he's back in his, he's back in his wheel. He's he's trying to get there now. now. Why haven't you hooked that up to a little motor? So, How do you know I already haven't? Well, you've only had it a day. So why do you think Skype's I, so bad? <laughs> right, you're trying to power it from. He's powering my laptop. I'm powering the entire Skype network through one hamster wheel. That would explain a lot. When you say it's a hamster, do you mean it's one of your German shepherds? <laughs> 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 no, we'd get better service if one of them was doing yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be a power surge. Or everyone's yeah. lights start getting really bright. <laughs> Even the energy saving <laughs> ones. It's like, bloody hell, it's like it's like the olden days. <laughs> I can actually see. <laughs> I just want to apologise. Um, if your bag of mint imperials happens to have depleted... Oh, I forgot I left them in there. Have you been feeding yeah. the house to them? <laughs> no. No, they're for Do me. I, why is it, like, when... When you have a mid imperial, like when you've not had one for ages, and when you have one again, you're like, oh my god, these are amazing. I know, it's a and game then you changer. Never have them, but then like when they're all round, you always want to eat them. Mm-hmm. Like these are incredible. Yeah, they are. So yeah. if if my uh, if my voice sounds a bit weird, it's because I'm munching on mid imperials, and I'm not. Did sorry. you not get them from Waitrose? <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> Why can't we talk about Waitrose? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question, Jack. <laughs> so I happened to go into Waitrose today, and I. I'm never going to go in there again. Like, I, I see no reason to go in there. It is literally the most obnoxious, pretentious place I've ever been in my life. It's all just full of wags and, like, well, yeah, pretty much just wags. Mummies in their, ch- like, children in their push chairs, like, looking down on you. Everybody's nose is, like, stuck so far up their face. So I, I, don't, I still don't quite see what your problem is. So people are shopping yeah. what? It's school holidays. It just it's yeah. so it's so just posh. Don't like so it. So the person who lives in Harrogate. <laughs> yeah, but I'm far from posh. Come on, you know me. I must admit, I suppose it is a bit of a shock when you walk into a supermarket that you're not used to, Where and obviously going? they ask for your coat uh, and they uh, <laughs> ask to see your reservation, <laughs> and obviously you don't have one because you didn't expect it, and everyone's <laughs> looking at you weird because who doesn't pre-book a Waitrose trip? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and obviously the the guys on the doors look really snappy in the suits and sometimes you can feel a bit like if you're not prepped for it obviously you're not in your dinner oh, suit don't even don't even so I 
literally bought a wrap, um, some crackers and a drink and it cost me over six pounds. Six pounds. You've just chosen like something cheaper. No, because everything <laughs> is like really expensive. Like there was no option. You can have a biscuit. Like, the sandwiches are like three quid. A biscuit. No, a pack of biscuit. Yeah, they probably cost no, like. Get two... yourself a pack of custard creams and be done with it. I, I mean, do do waitresses even sell custard creams? Yes, they creams? do. Is they do their own food? waitrose essentials custard creams, and you get them from. Oh, un... Jesus well, you get them Christ. from under a quid, so you five I quid think up. You would know five that. quid up. <laughs> yeah, I think don't they like contain like gold in them or something like? Uh, like real gold, gold. leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certain. It's made out of the finest ingredients sourced from all across the world, sourced by poor people, so the rich people can <laughs> scoff at them while they're scoffing them. And I think you'll find that everything's um, packaged by Himalayan monks. I I don't eat anything that isn't packaged by Himalayan monks. Of course, because um, oh, once you, once you've eaten something that's been packaged by Himalayan monk, I mean, you taste the difference. You can't ever go exactly. back. Exactly, you know it's. <laughs> I mean, the security guard was wearing a suit. And yeah. I mean, like, he looked like he don't was wearing a dinner wear jacket. I just thought... In all the supermarkets. Yeah. <laughs> Asda's don't. Asda's don't. Morrison's well, t- don't. I think you're getting mixed up with a trolley guy. <laughs> well, the difference is at Waitrose, everyone's personally designed by um, Armani. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real difference. That's where you're getting your money's worth yeah. from. It's just the ability to look. And they're all supermodels, obviously. Um... <laughs> Ha, this guy wasn't. Mm. I don't think you're in a waitrose then. Everyone, it's it's like you you can't work there unless you've at least been a well like world renowned supermodel for at least two years. So you're still in your prime. Um, yeah, and you get suited and booted, and that's how you get your job at waitrose. Everyone knows this. I'm. You've clearly been into a different waitrose. Is this the waitrose of the future? No, this is current waitrose. Uh, okay, well. I don't think you're in a waitrose. Yeah, you weren't in I a think waitrose. You're in an Aldi. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely not. I'm pretty sure it's an Aldi. I'm pretty sure they had the, the crap aisles in the middle where you get some work work gloves. It can't have been that posh with the fact that I was literally like stood behind a man that absolutely stank of urine. So. And uh, the person who stood behind you said the same. <laughs> I'm assuming no one was DJing then because they have their own DJs. At, well, at no, it's a bit like Betty's. They have their own uh, piano, grand piano in the, in the corner and they just play uh, shopping music to them. Well, I suppose that's it. Depends what night, because obviously, yeah, uh, normally they have the the grand piano out, but on the evenings they uh, they get a DJ in, and it becomes quite a kind of a high class club. All oh, right, a bit like Viper Rooms. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like obviously like way above what Viper Rooms though. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Kanye um, was photographed recently there <laughs> um, at the Harrogate branch. It was really exclusive. No, that, no, that was Amber Rose, right? Not Waitrose. Oh. <laughs> that's right. That's that's right. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know why you know that. Yeah, everyone knows why you know that. No, I really don't know why I don't. I recognise the name. I know it's got something to do with Kanye of sorts. But and she got like. I would suggest that after this podcast, you do some googling. She's got like a skinhead. It's worth a Google. Yeah. Yeah. She's worth a Google. It right. It's definitely worth a Google. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, it's perfect that we talk about products and stuff because uh, obviously here it comes.
Okay, guys, welcome back to the ISS. Uh, obviously, nothing's changed. You've got your plant pots uh, labelled with uh, your names on, so just go put them on your head when you're ready. Uh, I'll go uh, back here and get ready for you guys to tell me what year you want me to plug into the plant pot, uh, plant bed. Um, can I just cut in here and say that I've been a bit sneaky? Uh, so, uh... Go on. So, um, I've, I've brought Sorem along with me. He's in my pocket. Okay. Do you have a small plant pot? He was intrigued. He was watching. I had to bring him along. I can't just leave him here by himself. That's not fair. And I I've... thought that he could power the machine, if that's possible. Because, I mean, he's really he was really going at it in his wheel. So I kind of thought, wow, why don't we utilise that? Well, obviously, to turn the machine on, I've asked you guys to turn a plant pot. So, yeah, you could put him in that and he could just run and turn it, I suppose. Okay. Right. Uh, do, do I, does um, do either of you two? Because I'm I'm way over here by the plant bed. Do you two want to just quickly describe to the listener what the whole setup is, where you are, just for anyone who's not kind of getting it yet? Uh, yeah. So we're basically in a really bright um, sort of dome, a bit like a light bulb. Um, in front of us, there is a lot of um, plant pots, um, and they're all linked together um, with beef jerky. Because the beef jerky contains tachyons, is that right? No, the plant pots contain tachyons. The beef jerky is just the connector because it's a non-perishable, so tachyons can travel through it. Simple stuff. I'm surprised you forgot that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. And also, Mr. Science. Uh, do you want to explain where I am right now? Um, I, I, I really don't know. I, I forgot. <laughs> well, just, just look at me. Where am I? Yeah, over. Th- what am I studying? You stood in a basically a shrub bed. Exactly. And why is that? Because that's the I don't know. Because I input information into the machine via the art of fluorography. Oh, that's it. Jesus Christ! Did that twelve-hour lecture that I gave you to do nothing? Yes, obviously. <laughs> well, fine. I'll get my papers and the slideshow. And my, I'll, I'll find my PowerPoint on my laptop, and we'll go through. Oh this no, 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 oh, no, 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 no! Sorry, um, um, uh, I think I stood a bit too close to the beef jerky. So, sorry, stop it. Um, Claire, I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is a delicate machine. I, I have no idea the location of this room. If it breaks, we could be hurled through time. And I have no idea where we are. If we're on top of a mountain and we go back in time, this mountain will disappear and we will plummet. Do you get me? I get you, blood. If we go forward in time, we might be to the point where the sun explodes. So can you please keep this machine as is so we can find out products of the future, advertise them, and then when those products come out, we automatically get money for advertising them because we were the first people to advertise them. (laughs) Next time, when I ask for you guys to explain this shit, explain it and keep hamsters away from the wiring. It's your hamster. You didn't... I didn't (laughs) ask to bring him. You should learn some discipline. (laughs) Because you brought a hamster. (laughs) Okay. Um... Do you not, Tom, do you not think that we maybe need to go back to a year where there's VO5000 because some bitch is going to lose his hair in a minute? <laughs> like, what, me? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. yeah. How's that working for you? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> How's the hair candy? Well, well, I've not, I've not sprinkled the hair floss. <laughs> yeah. The hair candy floss. I've not sprinkled it on my head since the. For, for any, uh, for anybody uh, listening to this, you want to. Tom, do you want to explain what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, uh, my partner, um, she, well, her um, sort of gym instructor has this other side project where he does sort of uh, like hair in a can, if you get what I mean. Sort of, it's, it's sort of, it's hard to describe. <laughs> Obviously, she made a passing comment about me and my res- my receding hairline and bald patch that's I also want to point out that it's not even in a can it's in like a salt yeah it's it's, the best way to describe it is if it's like chocolate sort of like powdered chocolate that you put on top of a cappuccino that's what it's like but it's (laughs) but it's for your head and she brought it back because he gave her a sample obviously thinking a possible customer and you know just to please her (laughs) I poured a bit on my head just to see what what it was like Obviously, it covered up a bit of a bald patch, and then I washed it very quickly out of my head. <laughs> and it's never been used since. I mean, you've got absolutely luscious hair, Tom. <laughs> Just everywhere but your head. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I have got very luscious legs. <laughs> <laughs> and arms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like a blonde Robin Williams. So apparently an ass. <laughs> yeah. I've got like two blonde afros for each cheek. <laughs> He's got a weave. Yeah, I've got a cushion every time I sit. <laughs> yeah, you guys might notice I'm just like laying here in this flower bed and just to stare. Well, that, that's nice. I like it in here. It's like, oh, this is like the garden of the future. What, Jack in a shrub bed? This is the hell of the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, all flowers connected by beef jerky. Yeah. I mean, you guys can all take the plant pots off your head. You don't need them. What do you mean we don't need them? Why? Because Sauron ate some of the beef jerky. The machine is compromised. I can't turn this on. I'm over here in the flower bed for no reason. We've come here for no reason. We can't do any future advertisements now. It has been ruined. And all we've done is talk about chocolate hair powder. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's it. I'm coming. I'm coming back over. Fuck you got Fuck you this. got covered in mud for nothing. No, no. Do you know what? No. Everyone out. Everyone out of here. Oh, out now. Sorin with you. You've no. Hey, yeah. Out. 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 Okay. Uh, I I've calmed down. <laughs> I apologise. I put Sorin back in his cage. Yeah, worse than the the security at Waitrose when they kicked Claire out. This it? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. That was worse. Yeah. I'm gonna bruise. It's fine. I was just thinking about all the work I've bruising on the inside. It's fine. Don't know what that means. <laughs> so we've let's just let's just collect ourselves again. We've decided that in the Hold future on. collect ourselves. Yeah. It's you that I, needs to calm down. I meant from what we've covered about the subject of this episode already. Okay. So, <laughs> the Earth is overpopulated. We control the environment, but there isn't a environment in itself. We have no woodland greenery. 
So we have decided to build a garden on a biodome on the moon. Now we also decide to turn it into a rave garden every Friday. <laughs> now are we imagining that it's just one dome or multiple domes on the moon, or literally we just build one in giant do like um, shell around the entire moon and turn the entire moon into a garden? How are we thinking this is going to visually look? I think it's going to look stunning. Yeah, but is it one dome, multiple domes? Jack's or... actually after sort of technicality sort of thing. what does it look like you're just going it's going to look great you're sort of a Donald Trump sort of <laughs> it's going to be great oh it's going to look fantastic yeah, it's, it's going to be, be great it's going to be great and the Mexicans are going to pay for it it's going to be great <laughs> um, we're going to make the moon it's great again you know, it's going to be great it's going to be amazing it's going to be sweet it's going to be good <laughs> everyone's going to have a job it's going to be great it's going to be great <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe I didn't think of this sooner. Like it's gonna be so fab. <laughs> right, so <laughs> it's gonna I'm make gonna... it's gonna make the moon in America great again. Claire, Claire, listen oh, to me. Claire, I'm going I'm to say I'm gonna say words. <laughs> I want you to listen to the words. Really <laughs> I want you to think about what I'm saying and I want an answer that correlates to those words, okay? <laughs> Technically, my answer did correlate. No, no. I I want you to listen to me. Are we imagining a single dome with a garden in it on the moon? Yep. Are we imagining lots of domes on the moon with gardens in? Or are we imagining the entire moon itself is a garden with a glass sphere around the whole moon? Think really hard now. <laughs> I've given you three options. You can throw in a fourth if it answers the question. I would imagine it's going to be like entirely covered in like greenery and, and wildlife. And Thank then it's you. going to have like the glass dome around it. Ah, oh, phew. That was painless. Thank you. Oh, I'm so proud. We have another Mid Imperial to celebrate. Thomas, I'm yeah. batting this ball over to you. Yeah. Same question. Same question. I think small. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> I th you think small. I you've think small. <laughs> you've made that quite clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, no, I think smaller domes, smaller interconnecting domes would be okay. more practical. You see, you've... You you, you you were leading me down one road there, Tom, and you just... Oh, you tricked me. You actually added an, a feature interconnected domes thank you yeah. some momentum jesus okay <laughs> are these just going to be like corridors connecting them or do you think they'll be i like the idea of like little marquees like little shops you know between so like a food hall you know a food dome so you go down you know it's just it's claire just eating mint imperials just invading this podcast with <laughs> slurs <laughs> No, she's from Weatherby. She always slurs. Oh my god! Like we made it forty minutes in this time before a Weatherby comment. Yay! <laughs> a little we did well. A little balloon we goes well. off. Party poppers. <laughs> there'll be a cake. <laughs> there'll be, be a cake and then hair and a salt shaker. <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I ask, what do we think the content of the garden will be? Like, are we going to have like tropical regions? Or are we just going to try and mix it all up? Uh, do you think anyone's going to bother wanting like just a plain field? 
Yeah. For sport. Because, like, meadows are nice, aren't they? What? Everyone <laughs> likes, like, a nice spring meadow. Right, exactly. So we've got two different ideas now. So which is which do you think would be more popular on the moon? Like, a meadow or kind of like a sports field? Because the thing is, with a sports field, I feel that's a bit too unnatural because, obviously, it's mowed yeah. and well-kept. Well, to be fair, purpose. even with a... A wild fl- Tom will have a for job. example, a wild flower meadow still needs maintenance. Every year it needs to be cut which uh, at a certain point which allow the seeds to drop back into the soil. Now, that's true. That's wild flower meadow. Sounds maintenance, Thomas, yeah. giving some tips there. But what if we had um, it's self-maintaining? So maybe we don't so it's wild. do the gardening... It's properly wild, yeah. Okay, so it's just going to be swamped with brambles and nettles. I mean, you could probably introduce animal life, which would take care of that. Okay. But then we start getting onto a whole other thing of... That's conservation in a dome. Well, also, woman swallowed a fly thing. You know, you've got the animal life, then that gets overpopulated, and then you've got to take care of that, so you can't introduce predators. Now, it's not so fun. Mm. I mean, it's fun for different reasons. You know... Mm. Might get eaten by a tiger or something. In a in a in a greenhouse. In a spring meadow. <laughs> yeah, in a greenhouse. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's not a bad way to go. I mean, it's a story for someone else. Yeah, for someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not a story not for you. For you. <laughs> you can maybe the the near sort of near death chance, you know, near death sort of experience. I was nearly eaten by a tiger whilst picking wild flower meadows, or wild flowers you know. <laughs> during a rave on the moon. Yeah, yeah. It's just a Tuesday. Normal. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Ah, Tom just mentioned nettles. This would be really good for, and here we go, referencing previous podcasts, referencing traditional, the tradition podcast that we did mm-hmm. in uh, a few weeks ago. Nettles would be so good for that um, nettle eating competition. Yeah, what was that guy? I'm sure. Was that the nettle eating competition? That sort of guy with the sort of, what well, was clearly a made up name. Tom Swizzle's bottom. No, that it. was the worm charm. Ah, that was it, the worm charm. Oh, there you go. The worm you can, you can... charmed my heart. <laughs> okay. There you go. You might make an appearance on the moon, bringing up all the moon worms. That'd be the national champion, uh, the national, like, moon sport. Yeah. Worm charming. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not worm charming. <laughs> Nettle eating. <laughs> Well, that, that, to be fair, the worm charming one would make sense as a national sport because obviously, if you're not having mowed fields for you know for your usual football, rugby type of sports, worm charming. There you go, zero maintenance. I would reckon that worm charming would be you know, like when like on a weekend you see sort of like sporty activities that are going on on like the stray, whereas like either like a yoga class or the army boot camp thing. I reckon the worm charming would be like. Just one of those side little hobbies that you know people do. So you just get a group of people like just in a on a random bit of grass trying to charm all these worms up on a Saturday oh, morning. Jack does that on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work out what you meant by that. <laughs> I know, so am I. I don't, I don't get it. You spend oh, all no, evening no, I get it. charming worms. No, 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 explain it. Don't, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're trying to say. I did get it, Jesus. but I just thought you're very slow tonight, you two. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm too busy trying to think of content for this podcast because we seem to be talking about something that we talked about like three episodes ago. 
Are we even still talking about this happening on the moon anymore? I'm confused. I'm lost. I'm so lost. I was actually on about it happening on the moon. Yeah, so was I. Like, there will be people up there. Yeah. No, <laughs> do you know what? The moon's happening. closed. No, it's closed. We ruin everything. The garden gets put up there, but no one's allowed to enjoy it because too many people keep making worm jokes and just they were sick of it, so they've closed <laughs> it. It's over. You've ruined it. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye, everyone. But bye. <laughs> I think. Bye. Do you know this dude could be such a pissy bitch? Isn't he? Yeah. So temperamental. Yeah, oh well. Well, uh, we better wrap it up then. I'm gonna go play with uh, Soren. Yeah, I'm gonna charm a worm or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> and fix my lavender tree. Yeah. No. <laughs> your tree, your problem. I'm trying to put a podcast together, and you guys ruin it. I've got to build the whole ISS all over again. Get off the podcast. Just get off it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I didn't know all you. <laughs>